Welcome to another episode of the Dockhouse Rugby Show. Today, myself and Dave are joined by former Oldham Rugby League player and Welsh international, Mr Mickey Edwards. Mickey, welcome to the Dockhouse Rugby Show. How you doing, everyone? Glad to be on the show, and what a fantastic show it is. Yeah, uh, both um, two friends, Keith and Dave, we go back years. Um, me and Dave used to um, rub each other down in the uh, showers quite often. <laughs> um, and Keith, you know what I mean? We're both brat blue, all brat blue lads, um, basically. Uh, so, yeah, we know about a bit about each other. Me and Dave had some fantastic adventures when we were younger, playing for the... Um, an Oldham side back in the uh, the 90s. Uh, I, I think I remember going back just um, Dave with a little red Metro and he still holds the world record now getting home from Oldham down on the M62 in Death Valley, going on to the East Lanks. And I think we did it in uh, 22 minutes, going on the hard shoulders, going over Arctics, um, everything. So, yeah, I think Dave, yeah. I think you still hold that world record, mate. And well done. Never been beaten, that one. Never been beaten. Yeah. But it's downhill coming back that way. And uh... Uh, yeah, <laughs> everyone's just the, the, the Ferraris even tried it, mate. No one can beat you, mate. No, it took us four hours to get there, but only 20 minutes to get back. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember David and Carter bearing in mind, David's about six foot three, isn't he? Uh, Mickey, you know, and I think he had to take the front seat out to sit on the back seat so his legs could just about reach the pedals in that mini metro. Well, sometimes he opened sunroof and he just put his head out of there like a big, like sitting next to a baby giraffe. You know what I mean? we, we had some fun on, on in, in them days, you know what I mean? It, it was it was great to be with Dave, you know what I mean? We've become very good friends and we stayed friends um, throughout, even though I'm at the other end of the country now, more or less, and... Um, yeah, we're still very good friends. But well, I'll be seeing you at weekend, Mickey. I'm coming up to your place, Tipsy Cows. Absolutely, yeah. I'm going to look forward to um, making sure you enjoy um, our, our, our hospital. As you can see, we've got an array of drinks, wines. Um, I'm sure you'll be... Um, we've got over 400 beers, so I'm sure you'll be um, well uh, pleased with our selection. I'm looking forward to it, Mickey. Yeah. It sounds excellent. And uh, put a couple yeah. of nice bottles of red away. I'll be having a go at those at weekend. Yeah, mate. Yeah, we, we've, um, we've, been, we've got the... Know what I mean? We, I don't know if you like the blossom mill, but <laughs> you know, but uh, we don't do anything like that here. But um, at the end of the day, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we can find you something fantastic, mate. You'll have a great time. I'm looking forward to catching up. To be honest, is it is it red or white wine you have with chips? <laughs> so you mix them? <laughs> oh, is that rosé? It's rosé. Yeah, I get rosé. Well, Mickey, you're doing a, a big swim coming up, aren't you? Can you tell us a bit about this swim and who you're doing it with and who you're doing it for? Okay, well, um, I've probably um, obviously been all over the BBC and everything else. I've, I've been um, diagnosed with dementia. Um, I'll basically give you a brief introduction. Um, for many years, I played at Blackbrook from the age of seven. I am, I, like a lot of kids in St. Helens, um, from a really um, rough working back, back gap, uh, background, um, hyperactive kid, basically. There was only a team for under 11, so I played with a lad roughly around about four, four years older than me. When it comes to my age... Um, 11s, I was basically uh, leap years above uh, players in my uh, in my age group because I've been playing my lads a lot older. Um, we were going through the system and I was, I was heavily scouted by a lot of the top clubs. And then um, I got um, Ill an illness for two years. Uh, great on my GCSEs uh, for 15. Um, I was in hospital for two years and um, it was like a leukemia type of thing. And, and Dave's obviously seen me naked quite a number of times and He's, he, he, I've been cutting half and I used to joke with lads, I've been um, eaten by a shark. 
uh, and be half eaten by a shark. And um, obviously, I never really told people what actually happened because I didn't really want that to be prejudiced against me. Um, because of uh, I had, I had um, a bit of my lung taken away, uh, ribs taken away, uh, and obviously I went down to seven stone and um, I was told I'd never play rugby again. And I fought my way through um, back into the am- playing amateurs and um, I started to stand out again once again. And I got signed at Oldham at the age of 17 and um, I, I, I climbed my way into the Oldham ranks. Um, won, won many accolades. Um, we, we, we obviously were playing in the reserves for a while. And um, yeah, we we uh, we were the only unbeaten team ever in, in the reserves. Um, when obviously a Peter Tunk side, he wouldn't play none of us. It was a big argument that time, and we we played forty six games undefeated, and we're quite proud of that fact because we're a team of misfits, uh, ragtags and bobtails, and basically we wanted to prove a point. And um, that message of team spirit, I've never seen anything or witnessed anything like it in my life. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, Luckily, um, I, I ended up playing first team. I, I played Super League um, and I played international in the World Cup. And, and basically, I'm very lucky to, to, to get that. Obviously, with the start that I did have, obviously, with being ill for such a short time and having the um, the handicap of not being able to breathe like everybody else and um, not having as many ribs. Um, only good thing I did have more than if I had, more, I had, I had the same teeth for some of the props that I played against. Um, you know what I mean? So that was the only even thing about it. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I'm basically wanting to talk uh, about players who played in reserves and were not a big name. I wasn't a big name player. Um, I know what I mean. Um, I wasn't like a Paul Scholes or a, or a, uh, but we we existed too, and we have a voice. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of us players who played. I played for professional for ten years, um, and at the time it was rugby. It was it was the golden era of rugby. Where you had like your Kelvin Skerritts, you know what I mean, and um, your, your New- Terry Newtons and all these players that you were playing against, and basically the game was hard. It was really tough, and I remember many, many a brawl. And basically, the referee used to blow the whistle and step back and watch it and applaud afterwards. And uh, and you know what I mean, and until we all got knackered, uh, and, and basically that's the way things were done back then. And, and the fans loved it, and that's why the stadiums were fully or packed out. Oh, I loved it. You know what I mean? I was only little, and I played um, a position where I always played above my weight because they had to. And um, I loved the Biff and I enjoyed it too much, to be honest. I give it out and I took it and and, and, and that's basically how it was. Um, and obviously, we didn't go. We wasn't even told about dementia and the pop, you know what I mean? And, and the, we, you don't mind breaking a leg, breaking an arm, um, you know, the many injuries that I've had whilst playing rugby, that, that, you know what I mean? I'll take them for a pinch of salt and, and I appreciated them. Um, but like nobody ever told me when I was playing that uh, obviously if you continue playing and you're playing in this way, that, that further down the line, there could be implications and you could have dementia and, and basically when you're trying to enjoy your retirement and I've worked bloody hard because I've climbed myself up from a working bass background with absolutely nothing, no shoes on my feet so basically I have a couple of wine bars and um, you know what I mean? And that's only through hard work, determination, a little bit of resilience. I do remember, Mickey, um, at Watersheddings, there was a, a scrum with the ball come free and you run off with the ball and uh, ref called it back for something. And uh, there was a little bit of pushing and shoving, not too much. And you drop the ball and come sprinting into the scrum, windmilling <laughs> everyone you could. I'm thinking, Mickey, calm down, it's nothing. It's just, uh, we just, come on, I'll take you all on. That was... That's Mickey's approach was to take it. even his own team. You know, we take everyone. Oh yeah, well, it. when we was when we was playing in that in that reserve side game, and and uh, you know what I mean. I think you remember a couple of times 
we knew we were better than the players that we're playing against, but they were all international Australians that just basically come over for an holiday at the time. They wasn't pulling the two pennies worth, and I'm weird, you know what I mean? Putting the effort in, we're training, and they're doing unimposed, which is basically um, it's like um, a, a trial match between the reserves and the first team. We were knocking 10 bells out of each other, and, and basically I was making sure that I was putting the message across to Andy Goodway and to Peter Tunks, basically saying, hey, look at me, look at me, I've scored 46 tries this season, you know what I mean? Put me in the bloody first team, I'll show them, I'll give you more effort. And, and that's why i become a fan's favourite, you know what I mean, playing at the club, because they've seen I wear my heart on my sleeve, I give 100%, I might not have been a Martin of Fire or a Bobby Golding or anything, but you could see that I was a genuine 100% player that tried my hardest and basically put massive effort in. And he appreciated that, and that's what rugby's all about, as, as you all now know. And yes, you know what I mean? We we, we love the Biff, you know what I mean? I, I wasn't mind pulling it out. I'm from, I'm from passing, telling. You're fighting with rats when you're three, three months old. Know what I mean? You're taking um, bones off dogs, and dogs are walking around with machine guns. <laughs> I had a magpie sat outside my house smoking a park drive cigarette, taking my dinner money off me. So, like, no, no, this is this is like um, uh, this is this is just the main streets of Par. And if anyone's grown up in um, in, in in basically a miners' strike when everyone's on the burr asses and no one's got any money, I remember going to school with me. I'm playing a, a rugby match and it is for Allison Street and it was a good rugby school. And I remember my mum saying, "Put them socks on," because she didn't know with no socks. I don't know why I had socks. I think it was because over Christmas um, I was putting my hands in them and using them as gloves for snowman snowball fighting. So I had to put my sister's socks on. For, for a match and like these long white socks and the, the piss, the, you know what I mean? A couple of lads wanted to um, take the piss out of me because I was cock at school. Basically, nobody said a word, but they were all laughing. We had a good laugh about it afterwards, but like, you know what I mean? It was, it, that was only in primary school, so, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, I still sold them shoes afterwards and that was it. <laughs> a beautiful segue to this swim that you're doing. Yeah, you. yeah, well, okay. Right, this swim. I'm doing it with um, world-class internationals, with Alex Popham, um, the Welsh Rugby Union International, um, Shane Williams, obviously everyone knows about Shane Williams, great winger, Gareth Thomas, you know what I mean? I think he's on the BBC, uh, Bobby Goulding, Francis Maloney, just to name a few. And we're swimming the channel. Um, as you all know, um, I, I've been doing many um, challenges. I've run 125 miles in a day, 100 miles in a day, um, all for uh, sick children and, and local charities. And um, I've run the marathon, done the marathon disables. Uh, my knees are knackered now. I have to have injections basically to walk. But um, I just wanted to do one last thing, obviously, to which was hard and put me out of my comfort zone. I'm not a swimmer. I think like a brick. But um, I wanted to put myself, test myself. So every day now I'm going out swimming. And you know what I mean? It, it's, 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 I, I didn't really realise how many miles it was. It's around about 27 miles because you can't go on uh, the shipping lane. You've got to go around it. So you start at Folkestone, you go in the water. It's going to be roughly in March, April next year. So the water is going to be freezing. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure that um, the, the, the tide's going to be a bit rough. Um, but yeah, we, we are, we, we're going to do it. Sky's going to be doing it live. Um, they're doing a one-hour documentary, which is absolutely fantastic because it gives the little lads like myself a little bit of a chance to basically say, yeah, we were involved too, you know what I mean? It's not all just about um, a certain uh, royalty um, of gathering of players, which is, you know what I mean? It's like you have to look at Sky TV and the commentators and basically 
they're all ex Wigan um, ex players, and, and basically it comes a bit boring at the end. Um, but um, it's, it's not just about them; it's about you know I mean? it's all, I'm speaking for the little man who played, and you know what I mean, who, who, and, who, and who, who was a part of, of the team, and who was a part of playing rugby league. And um, I'm just basically passing the message on because a lot of them out there now were wandering around like lost souls, like a broken toy because the welfare wasn't there when they finished and nobody's interested in what they're doing now. And a lot of them are turned to drink and drugs and a lot of them are on their ass. They've got no money. They've got no job because there was no retraining. And it, it's a shame. It's such a shame because we was treated like a piece of meat and we was treated like an unwanted broken toy. Once you're knackered, you're knackered. He's took it on to the scrap heap, and a lot of players couldn't take that. You know, and you have to look at the fantastic Terry Newton, who was an amazing fella. And the man I went out with Terry a couple of times for a drink, and he was a top fella, you know what I mean? And he didn't deserve that, but the welfare system wasn't there for him. The package wasn't there, and he didn't get the help he needed. And there's, I mean, not just me, there's um, Stephen Gartland, who played at standoff, you know what I mean? In my team, he, you know what I mean? Something similar happened to him where. He just couldn't handle it. And he was a fantastic lad, fantastic player. He's sadly missed. Yeah. Um, but there's not just none of them. There's players now, Francis Maloney. Um, everyone knows Franny. He played at Featherstone. He played at um, uh, Castleford, um, Oldham. Great player. Great Britain international. And um, he basically, he had enough. He sat in his car. He, he um, put, closed all the windows and everything else and basically tried to kill himself by using the exhaust fumes too and, and and that was it so that's not right no no it's it's not mickey and you're right and, it, and it's a great topic it's a great cause that you're doing this for so it's to raise awareness for the the early onset of dementia within rugby league players or former rugby league players that's what you're doing this for isn't it? that's what the swim's all about is that yeah, right it's ed for it's ed for change it's a charity and any players who are suffering any young players now or any players that are wandering around like lost souls. And there's a lot of them. There's hundreds of players who don't even know they've got dementia. I was one of the lucky ones. I had tests. These tests are not available on the NHS. You know what I mean? So lads are getting like headaches. A lot of them are having a lot of problems, getting really frustrated, getting angry. Uh, and basically they're not realising. It's not just because they're getting older or they're getting a little bit daft. You know what I mean? With old age. It's because they've got a condition and they don't know they've got it. So it's raising awareness about, yeah, check yourself out, lads, you know what I mean? Try and force yourself and get, you know what I mean? There are people now who are, who are willing to, uh, to to give you these tests. Obviously, these tests cost a lot of money. I had to go down to King's um, College in London to have these tests, and they were done, and we had professors basically going through certain um, quizzes and um, skill factors and, and basically, memory tests and uh, to basically diagnose us of what we had. Well, luckily for me, when I got told that I had dementia, I didn't really believe it. I said, well, you know what I mean? I, I have these problems. I just thought it was all part and parcel of getting old. But it wasn't. People need to be aware. You don't need antidepressants. You, you're not going mad. You, you, you may have a condition. Go and get checked out. And hopefully this money that we raise will help people to get these tests to basically try and sort themselves out and put their life back on track. Yeah, and like you say, Mickey, all credit to you for, for doing that and for raising awareness for such a, a great topic. And, you know, you and the team that are all doing this swim, you know, for putting yourselves out there, putting your bodies on the line. Like you just said, that's 27 miles, not just in a swimming pool. This is the English Channel that you're swimming, isn't it? So you, Yeah, this is the English Channel. Tidal, the English Channel, yeah. It's tidal. You've got the, the, the amount of fact is it's, it's 62 lengths in an Olympic-sized size pool 
Now, I wasn't really good at doing four lengths. And man, that's a, 62 lengths is a mile. So we've got to do 62 times 27, which is 1,766 lengths in freezing cold water, tides, horny, horny jellyfish, and a couple of horny whales. I might get weighted with, but if I can frog onto the back of the fin and he can set me set me down a few miles, then I'll be made up. He can do what he wants with this whale. So yeah, know what I mean? This is this is um I'm hoping I'm hoping we know what I mean they might fancy me. I'm gonna oil my skin up a little bit more. <laughs> well listen, let's hope you don't turn into the little mermaid, Mickey, because yeah, we need people like you on on, on dry land because you know, a great character. Great stories to tell, and we're going to get you back on the show. You know, we're going to get you to tell the whole story in the bigger picture because you have got a story to tell, mate. And it's oh, I've got many and, stories, I've had some laughs over the time. <laughs> it is indeed. But today was just about promoting your swim. Yep. Uh, and you know, so what date are you, are you doing it? What date are you in the water? Well, it's not been decided yet because it's going to be a one hour um, um, documentary by Sky. Also, it's going to be covered on um, BBC and it's going to be covered live by Sky. So they're going to give live updates throughout the day to see what are we getting up to and what, what are we doing and what the conditions like, et cetera, et cetera. So we start filming hopefully in a couple of months while we're training. Um, we're going to have like training camps where we basically all get together and they're going to give tell us our monumental tasks, what we've got to do. And we're going to have swimming coaches and basically... Um, we've got some fantastic sponsors already who have given us our kit, you know what I mean? And and uh, 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 basically, yeah, um, yeah. I think Alex Popham is is, um, is 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 helping me to do. It was my idea this in the first place, and I wanted to do something for my ex-players and and, not, and and future players coming through, and basically just give give them a little step up where we never had that. They basically they'll have something if they if they don't feel right they'll have somewhere to ring up somewhere to go and basically someone will say right come on let's go and get you checked out and that's what we want that's all we want all the best of luck with it Mickey we're fully behind you we're rooting for all of you we'll get in the pool and do some training with you sometime before yeah, then I'd love it I mean, I'd love that'd it. be good fun yeah I mean ideally obviously obviously you say Sky are involved in the BBC but if anything doesn't come about that and or you want your own little personal documentary team. Me and Dave are happy to come down and, and just document your journey. Um, and, and the best thing is, if you come swimming with us, you can have a Pimlet's pie at the end of it and a, and a, and a, and a, um, a cup of hot chocolates, because that's the Sintelic <laughs> way, isn't it, lads? I'll, I'll hold you to that, Pimlet's mate. Pimlet's pie and hot chocolate. Well, thanks very much, and uh, it's much appreciated. Any publicity is absolutely fantastic. You're doing a fantastic job. Know what I mean? You're loved by many guys, and uh, I'm sure it's only going to um, get better. And, and I'm sure you're going to do bigger, better things as, as we go along. But thank you very much for the awareness, guys. Thanks. Much appreciated. Thanks for coming Thanks, on, Mickey. Mickey. Brilliant seeing you. Thank you. you. Yeah.